It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Friday. We are doing it. Locked on Wolverines podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. I'm your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines Wire through USA Today Sports Media Group. And this one's going to be a short one because I just don't know that I have. There's just not a lot right now when it comes to Michigan football and basketball. Of course, there's the big Michigan State basketball game tomorrow. I don't really feel like uh, and by the time a lot of you listen to this, it will already be then because I'm recording late on Friday night. But it's just one of those things where I just don't necessarily feel like I'm I, I have much to say about that. Even we'll have probably more to say about anything. You know, after the game. So as for now, we're kind of still stuck in football. So we're going to have we already talked about Mike McDonald likely moving on. He officially did it last night. So there's that. We'll discuss that. And then I think what we'll do is five players on either side of the ball that are that make on as far as football is concerned that are make or break for the team this upcoming year. And it's it's not going to be we're going to go off the beaten path. We're not going to do like, well, you know, Cade McNamara. And uh, I mean, there's no Aiden or Dax or anyone like that. But uh, guys that if they take that step forward then suddenly we're talking a whole new ball game. I'm going to omit freshmen from that as well. I haven't come up with a list, so this is going to be an off the top of my head, kind of like a uh, off like the uh, mailbag, because that that's it's like what's in my heart is kind of the point of that. Anyway, so uh, as we all now know, Mike McDonald has been announced by the Baltimore Ravens as being the new defensive coordinator there. Which, uh, congratulations to him, awesome for him, bad for Michigan. Uh, I agree with what Angelique Shangela said in her mailbag when she said that she expected him to be a two year, uh, to be here for two of his three years. That's what I anticipated as well. I thought that it, you, it's very rare that you predict a guy comes for one year. You know, it happens. Um, and uh, certainly, like I remember Ryan Jean Marie was kind of thought of as that, but you know, the way his contract was structured and it kind of sounded like, that was what he kind of wanted to do was get in and get out. Then it starts to kind of make some sense in that light. But uh, didn't anticipate that McDonald would be gone that quickly, but also didn't anticipate that Wink Martindale would be let go from Baltimore. And I think that probably part of the reason why they let him go, Wink, Wink Martindale that is, is because they probably felt confident about, you know, Mike McDonald, what he showed after one year. So he helped Michigan win a Big Ten title, get to the college football playoff, beat Ohio State, all of those things. And uh, it's going to be one of those short stints that's always going to be very fondly remembered. I'm sure that there's a lot of heartbroken people out there. But uh, there are certainly other options out there. We talked about my list of seven. Certainly, uh, that's not it, right? Angelique and Chris Ballas also brought up uh, Vandy's uh, defensive coordinator who also came from Baltimore. He was bandied about uh, the year bef- uh, before, before McDonald and all of that. Uh, I, I, my, some of my names haven't been mentioned that I, like, like I mentioned the uh, Houston defensive coordinator, for instance, none of, I haven't seen any of those names, but Larry Foote continues to be a popular name. Uh, 
it, it doesn't sound like Steve Klingscale really wants to be like the sole defensive coordinator. Uh, and Elston, it doesn't seem like he's really in the running for that either. Uh, so it's it kind of seems like NFL names are the ones that are coming up when you look at uh, what people are kind of suggesting. Uh, and uh, also there, there there's talk of the current outside linebackers coach uh, at and uh, in Baltimore. You know, would would John say like, all right, well, I got another guy for you. So it's going to be interesting and it continues to be interesting while Jim Harbaugh hasn't signed his contract. Right. Because we're still in the throes of that, but it also sounds like the Raiders uh, are locking in on Josh McDaniels, brother of former Michigan quarterbacks, coach Ben McDaniels. So it, it'll be interesting to see once that happens, if that's what the route that they end up going, if Jim then resigns, uh, the giants have uh, picked up, Brian Dable, the offensive coordinator for the Bills. So, waiting game seems like it's going to be over relatively soon. Not a lot of posts open. I believe the Dolphins still are. Uh, and I don't know what other ones are still pending head coaches. But get that locked up. Then expect that uh, defensive coordinator, you'd like to have that guy. Uh, I mean, they're not really, it doesn't seem like they're targeting anyone on before signing day next week, but uh, as far as on the defensive side of the ball, but you'd like to have all of that stuff kind of worked out and figured out sooner than later so that way you can recruit with confidence, you can start getting playbooks out and installing scheme because right now, you know, these guys are they're in winter conditioning and what have you, but you want to get them acclimated. And uh, that's where, as Angelique, I'll give her full credit here, but she said about like Baltimore's current outside linebackers coach, uh, or I guess even, you know, if you go with, uh, with the, the Vandy defensive coordinator, you figure that schematically things probably won't change too much, but, uh, we'll see. And meanwhile, some other, other schools are doing some, making some moves. Maryland hired some, uh, hired a new defensive coordinator and they look like they're, they're they went out and got a former Saban acolyte and, uh, we'll see if that, uh, pays some dividends for them in the short term, because certainly they have the offense kind of all over the place. So we're just going to go ahead and shut it down in words of Jack Donaghy. Uh, but before we move on, uh, listen, this is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time with, while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com locked. So head to netsuite.com locked for the special one-of-a-kind financing offer of the number one financial system for growing businesses. That's netsuite.com slash locked. All right, Locked On Wolverines listeners, uh, there's an incredible app out there that everyone who buys gas needs to know about. That's Get Upside. My listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code SCORE for $0.25 cents per gallon or more. Off on your first gallon fill up, not off, but you get it back. That's cash back. 
don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use the promo code SCORE for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a year in cash back, and there's no catch. Cashback gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code SCORE to get $0.25 cents per gallon or more cashback on your first tank. That's code SCORE. All right, so thinking about who are the guys that are going to make that big difference? You, you, you know, you always look and see, like, who, who takes that major step forward like this last year. Uh, you would look at David Ajabo as being one of those guys. You'd look at, I mean, this was a freshman, so it doesn't count in the way that I'm doing things here, but like Junior Colson, Vincent Gray took a big step forward. DJ Turner took a big step forward. Uh, offensively, um, Eric All took a big step forward for the Wolverines. Uh, Andrew Vistardis took a big step forward. Uh, trying to think of some of the other guys. Uh, Blake Corum, obviously. Uh, did as well. The receivers, I feel, is kind of moot. They all kind of did what they've done <laughs> in a way. Uh, so I'm going to try to come up with five names on either side of the ball. We'll start with the offense of guys who certainly could take that big step, that big leap, and become that uh, become that sudden star player. Uh, I, I think the list starts easily with Andrell Anthony because we've seen some of the promise and some of the talent. Um, Maybe it doesn't start easily with him because I have the next name I have is probably right there uh, on the tip of everybody's tongue and prob- probably have people chastising me right now. So just be patient. But when I came up with this idea, Andrew Anthony was the first name that I thought of because he had that look in the MSU game of an absolute game-breaking wide receiver, like the guy that could go out, make contested catches, uh, and and be that number one guy. And then he got hurt the next game, and we really didn't hear from him again. So, but I feel like he is one of those ones that could really make that big, big leap. And it could be a guy that really propels Michigan and the offense to the next level, especially with Ronnie Bell coming back, I think, which is, I think it's understated, it's important. Because as much as it's like, okay, you lose Hassan Haskins, that's a blow. You get your best playmaker on offense back, who I think was Ronnie Bell. I think if you would have asked me last year, who's the better one? As much as I've long been in the Hassan Haskins camp. Anyone who has listened to this show for a long time knows that I was the first person to say that Hassan Haskins was going to be that guy coming out of, out of his freshman year. And, uh, I, I, with that said, I still think Ronnie Bell, uh, is the best offensive playmaker that Michigan has outside of the quarterback position. Cause I know we are all anxiously awaiting JJ McCarthy to, uh, become what we all think he can and will become. Uh, secondly, Donovan Edwards, I think, is, is the obvious one. Again, we, we finally saw how dangerous he is against Maryland. And you look at that Ohio State game, the, the big reason why A.J. Henning was able to score that first touchdown was the respect for what Donovan Edwards showed the week before. Uh, so if you continue to, to put him in a bunch of different positions, whether it's running the ball, catching the ball out of the backfield, lining them up wide, all those kinds of things. Suddenly it changes a lot of different things for you uh, offensively. And Michigan was just so dynamic offensively by the end of the year. Uh, I mean, it, it, it was completely night and day from what we saw in the early stages of 2021. 
uh, because I know we were not we all, but like, you know, we lamented to some degree, not me per se, but I'm putting myself in that the uh, not the kind of unimaginative, uh, unimaginative version of the offense that finally opened up against Wisconsin. And then it only continued to get better and better. Uh, with a lot of these guys having been around Josh Gaddis for a while, I can only imagine that it should improve that much more. I would imagine this is his last year in Ann Arbor. And, uh, I mean, we thought I thought that this last one was going to be his last one, but didn't turn out that way. Uh, I can really see this offense taking off, and Donovan Edwards is going to be a key component in that. Uh, I'm going to add another receiver to that, and that's Roman Wilson, another guy who got kind of stymied by injury against Wisconsin. Obviously, we still saw him down the stretch. You know, you saw him get two touchdowns at Penn State. You saw the touchdown in the Big Ten championship game. Uh, certainly feels like he's kind of ready for takeoff. And I think that this this it's going to be a really exciting year when it comes to the passing game. As much as the run game was just like the catalyst that fueled everything this last year, I think it's going to be reverse. Even though like you still have Blake Corum and, and Donovan Edwards, and I think that's an incredible one-two punch. I, I really do feel like with the talent that Michigan's amassed and continues to amass, I mean, it's hard not to be excited about Darius Clemens, who Jim Harbaugh likened to Nico Collins and Tyler Morris, who uh, when you hear what Steve Wiltfong had to say about him, sounds like if he hadn't gotten injured his senior year, he very well could have been a five-star type guy. Um, it's it, There's just so many different receivers in particular that I feel really, really good about. Uh, then, then you get start getting into the trouble of trying to figure out who are who are those other guys. And it's named three, uh, because the skill positions. I mean, we could I could continue to say AJ Henning, who clearly I think is ready to take off. Uh, I'm going to go interior line and say Trevor Keegan. I mean, he played a really good uh, season this last year, part of the Joe Moore winning uh, offensive line. Um, but I, I think that now that he's had a full year under his belt, as far as actually getting to go out there and play. It's going to be a different beast. Uh, I could see him getting to be one of those first-round type guys. And I think the whole entire offensive line is going to be severely helped by the fact that they, uh, the the fact that they've they've now gone again up against a Georgia. They know, like, okay, this is how far away we are. This is what we have to do. And you look to Sharon Moore and feel like he's going to be the guy that's going to help lead them there. So I'm going to finish off with the offensive line and, and go with Trent A. Jones. Uh, very well could be Carson Barnhart, but I think it's going to be Trent A. Jones. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, he's, he's a guy that had SEC offers from SEC country. And uh, granted, I mean, it's going to be up to him. Do you want to bulk up or slim down? You want to slim down and be a tight end? Or do you want to bulk up, you know, do the Joel Honigford? You know, or what, how do you want to do it? So that's going to be incumbent on him as to what he decides to do. Uh, but uh, Trent A. Jones would be my last pick. And I, I'm excited to see what he does. All right, we're going to move on, partially too, because the camera battery is started with three bars, and now it's blinking at me, so I don't know if I'm going to make it through a whole show. Uh, but we'll, we'll try. But before we move on, let's talk about Built Bar. Y'all know, how, y'all know how much I love Built Bar. I've bought dozens of boxes with my own money of my own volition. It is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Uh, it is absolutely wondrous. Uh, it is high-protein, low-calorie, low-carb. I can have two at a time. And it does not uh, affect the uh, the bottom line when it comes to macros, calories, and all of that kind of stuff. Still less than a metrics big 100. So many delicious flavors. I love the coconut brownie chunk, the peanut butter brownie, 
the almonds, toffee, almond, coconut. I've got the eggnog special ones up there as well. Uh, so don't delay. Go to built.com, put in promo code LOCKED15. That's built.com, promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order of Built Bar. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, hopefully, hopefully the camera doesn't I'm not going to I'm not going to reset it. So if I die visually and you're watching on YouTube, you're just going to get a screen. But hopefully I can get through this next 5 minutes without uh without it dying. Uh that's what we're going to do. Um I'm not going to stop and redo it. It's just a shame that it lied to me at the beginning of this. Um anyway, uh so defensively, there's a lot more that uh that has to happen right but considering we haven't seen uh, a lot of these guys really give it a go I, I can't count mozzie smith i feel like he took a big step forward in miami obviously there's still room for growth but the first name that comes to mind is mike morris i think that he's got to be your game wrecking defensive end he had showed that he can do it was in on some big plays including the final one uh against penn state uh defensively and uh i think that uh he could be an absolute game record. He's long looked the part. It's just a matter of getting him involved more, which he certainly will be this year. And uh, he was one of those four guys that was out there, you know, or five guys that was out there watching Georgia get the trophy. He was out there with JJ and Donovan and Andrell and Blake Corum. So a little, you know, he's a little bit older, but he's been around, knows what he needs to do. Watched Aiden do his thing. So Mike Morris is my number one guy. My number two guy is going to be a name I already mentioned in Junior Colson. Uh, he already basically has come onto the scene, but now he's really going to have to because he's going to be tasked with a lot. Uh, and you hope that he can have that type of year like Devin Bush did. Different kind of linebacker, of course, but Devin Bush having made that big jump from his freshman to sophomore year, you're hoping to see the same from Junior Colson. And he played more than Devin did. So you hope that his instincts and knows for the football is that much higher. Uh, my next one, we're just speeding through it just in case the camera dies, even though we, we have time to fill. Uh, my number three guy is going to be Rod Moore. who We've already seen a bit of at the safety position. Uh, he's, uh, but he obviously does have a nose for the football. And it's funny with all of these different guys that are in at, at safety from Jordan Moran, Makari Page, RJ Moten, who got to play a lot. It was Rod Moore that ended up kind of being that game-breaking guy to come in and do some of these things. And uh, and I, I think that he's poised for a big step forward. Again, all it matters a lot, the coaching. Uh, certainly we could see some shuffling uh, with the defensive coordinator. Do they move Ron Bellamy back to the offensive side of the ball? All that kind of stuff. But uh, Rod Moore, I think, is a guy that is absolutely poised. My fifth one is a guy we haven't seen really at all, but I just have a feeling, and that's Rashawn Benny. Uh, I think that uh, Rayshon Benny could be a guy that, I mean, they really, really need uh, interior defensive guys, right? And you're going to see, obviously, Mozzie. You're going to see Julius Welshkoff. You're going to see, I think Jess Bates gone at this point. I'm not really sure 
Uh, I mean, but they've they've got these rotational guys. Rayshon Benny, I think, is the one that, that you know they've really coveted him. They flipped him from Michigan State. Uh, it seems like he had some really good bowl preps based off of just what some of the other sites are saying out there. Uh, but uh, it's, I'm curious to see how much more he gets used and how much that he might be an impact type of player. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing somebody. I mean, actually, I am missing one, and that's Jalen Harrell. So that, there's a sixth one. Jalen Harrell is going to assume that David Ajabo role. And uh, we saw some glimpses from him. I'm excited to see what he does. And he's really the only one on the roster that has that look. And there, the battery is dead on the camera. So that's that for the visual. Um, so with that in mind, we're going to go ahead and say, uh, say that that's it. Sayonara. Uh, appreciate you watching and or listening. And I, obviously you're not watching now because this camera battery lied to me. It's not even the aftermarket one. It's the good one. It's ridiculous. But anyway, thank you for watching and or listening. We appreciate it. We will strive. Doesn't mean we're going to do it for sure. But we will strive to have a post-game show uh, for the MSU game. It won't be immediately post-game because I will not be home. But either Saturday night or Sunday uh, afternoon is the goal to discuss what happened in that game and go forward from there. So anyway, thank you very much for watching and or listening. We will talk to you again very soon. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.